Here we go. You're listening to Law and Gospel on this November the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and the way you get a hold of me by email is tombaker at brick.net. Well, today we've got a very interesting email, especially in light of the fact that on Wednesdays, we've been going through the book of Proverbs. And the email I received from an individual, his name is Robin, it's entitled, Fools Are Just Killing Us. Well, he begins by talking about a recent episode of Real Time with Bill Maurer. And he began his concluding monologue of new rules by saying this, before we tackle any of our daunting specific problems here in America, we have to figure out how a country can solve any problems if so many of its people are intractably, astoundingly, and mind-dumbing stupid. Boy, that sure reminds you of the book of Proverbs. The word stupid is often used in reference to unbelievers. Stupid because they don't believe in the true God. But this particular email has some other points to make. And see, this is why you listen to Law and Gospel and also the rest of KFUO to get a grasp of how people have left just their reason, and their mind. Mara went on to show a video produced by a TikTok site called Project Better, where they asked people on the street the following questions, and they got these answers. Who was the first person to land on the sun? And the answer given was Lance Armstrong. Now, he may have done some great bicycle races, but he landed on the sun? Another question. What is the biggest city in the world? And what topped the list were the answers Europe and Asia, as though they were cities. Another question, and this was to somebody who was over 20 years old. If you were born in 2021, how old would you be? And the answer was 21. That's from a 20-something girl. Another question, what country is Venice, Italy located in? And the woman studying to be a teacher answered, uh, Paris, what country? Maurer's point in giving these examples wasn't simply to mock people's lack of knowledge, but rather show that the shortage of brain power today has very practical and devastating implications. 
unlearned and unwise people make all sorts of bad decisions that boomerang back on them, not only on them, but on everyone else today. And that's where the article gets into the idea of God's view of a fool. He says, the term fool is found nearly 200 times in Scripture, but nowhere is it found more than in the book of Proverbs. It's found there 78 times. He uses the best Hebrew lexicon, namely the Hebrew and Aramaic lexicon of the Old Testament by Kohler and Baumgartner, and they define fool as stupid in practical things, insolent in religion. The writers of Proverbs start describing the nature of a fool in chapter one. And even though Solomon wrote most of Proverbs, there are some others. And they don't stop until chapter 30, just one chapter shy of the book's total of 31 chapters. And many examples given in the book highlight the real world damage fools cause. For instance, Proverbs 14.1 says, the wise woman builds her house, but the foolish tears it down with her own hands. Well, that's really understood today with the many divorces that are taking place. And it doesn't matter if the person is a man or a woman who's trying to build a house but foolishness tears it down with their own hands. I'm working with someone whose husband has a mistress, left her, and is divorcing her. And she's trying to get through that. Now, I tell all people who are members of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, if your spouse is cheating on you, then you need to go to the elders to bring the person under discipline. That's why God has set up excommunication. Excommunication is a wonderful gift from God because its purpose is not to kick anybody out of the church, but its purpose is to show a person that in their unrepentant state, they've already removed themselves from the church and therefore they need to repent and return back to the church. A lot of people don't understand that is the purpose of excommunication. There's also a, another situation that's going on. All of us do lament the problems that Israel is having with the Palestinians. 
where they went in on October 7th, killed many Israelites, captured them, took them into exile. And Israel is fed up, and they're now attacking the tunnels under Gaza, where the Palestinians have set up an elaborate way of attacking Israel from underground. Well, they're going to learn their lesson. And this is very much like Nazi Germany. You know, people are complaining that, well, when the Jews attacked the Palestinians, that individuals are killed who are innocent. But that's what happened in Nazi Germany when the bombs from the United States landed in Hitler's places. Guess what? Many people were killed who were innocent. That's how war works. If, if you don't go after the enemy, they'll continue to use as kind of stand-ins innocent people. These tunnels are built under hospitals, thinking that Israel is not going to bomb a hospital in order to get to the tunnel. So it's very interesting. There is no doubt that we would hope that the Jews and the Palestinians would be able to work together and live together. And under President Clinton, there was some hope that that would happen. But unfortunately, there were groups of Palestinians who so hate the Jews that they want them destroyed entirely. Now, there is a theological problem, and I consider these people to be fools. I was listening on YouTube about this disaster in Israel, and they interviewed a rabbi. And he said that the biblical Christians need to get on the side of Jerusalem and Israel. Now, why did he say that? He said, because that's what the Bible says. Not once did he talk about Jesus Christ because that's New Testament. He was only talking about the Old Testament. And for Jews, Jesus isn't really there. So what was he saying? He was quoting Bible verses that talked about that Israel would be restored from exile and they would have their own place and live there, and they would grow and be very prosperous. And he was using verses like that to show that the Christians should be behind Israel against the Palestinians. Well, what was he foolish about? Those verses are not talking about the land of Israel here in the world. If you go to Romans 9 to 11, 
you will find that the new Israel is the holy Christian church and that they are placed in the kingdom of God. Now, we already have an eternal life as believers in Christ. And when we die, we will be going to heaven in the bodies joined with our spirit. That's what those Bible verses are talking about. If you go back to the promise to Abraham, he says, God says to Abraham that he will return to his homeland. And even though that's thought to be Canaan, if you look closely at the text, it's the homeland of the kingdom of God. That's why in Romans, it talks about two kinds of Israelites. There are those who are descended from Abraham, but do not believe in Jesus Christ. Then there are those who are really descended from Isaac and believe the promises of God. It is the latter who are going to be saved. It is the latter that is the new Israel. Because the rabbi did not use the New Testament, he got confused and thought that therefore all these verses apply to the Israel today, and that's why Christians should be behind the Israelites against the Palestinians, because God made a promise that they would return from exile and have a wonderful land and grow numerously. Well, those verses are not taken properly in the context of the whole scripture. And so there's an example where, yes, you may be for Israel right now because the Palestinians are doing all they can, some of them, certain groups, to destroy Israel. Just like the Nazis were trying to do that to the French, to the Russians, etc., and the United States came to the aid of Great Britain and the Allies. So God's view of a fool in Scripture means a person who is stupid in practical things and insolent in religion. Now, the article, as we said, gave examples of people for thinking that Lance Armstrong was the first person to land on the sun. I mean, that's ridiculous. You can't land on the sun. You'd be burned, and people should know that. Nobody is thinking of going to the sun, maybe to the moon, to Mars, etc. So in Proverbs 14.1, it says, about the wise woman who builds her house, but then the foolish one tears it down with her own hands. 
you can take a look at our economy. According to this writer, it was quite well several years ago, but now looks like it's been hit by a Category 5 hurricane. And he asks this question, what happens when you inflate the money supply through printing and giving away lots of money so that its percentage increase exceeds that of economic growth? The answer is inflation. And you can discover that if you take a most basic economic textbook. That's what it will tell you. In other words, he believes that many in the country's leadership today have been fools tearing things down with their own hands. And then many lie about what they are doing. Or how about Proverbs 18.2 that says, A fool does not delight in understanding but only in revealing his own mind. Boy, is that ever good. Because in the book of Proverbs, the term understanding and knowledge is referring to the wisdom of Jesus Christ every time. And a fool that delights in not understanding that wisdom is only desiring to reveal his own mind. A good example of this is the premature and incoherent rush to green energy and electric vehicles, which is done in a manner, according to the writer, that reflects no understanding of how to do things right. Instead, he says we have an ideologically driven agenda that doesn't match current reality and won't acknowledge that the basic tech and infrastructure requirements are nowhere near ready to allow for the dismantling of our current energy platforms. In fact, as proof of that, a recent Wall Street Journal article by Rachel Wolf, she rented an electric car for a four-day road trip from New Orleans to Chicago and says she spent more time charging the vehicle than sleeping. That's what you get when people are inventing things that aren't part of reality. But the fool also deals against moral wisdom. Throughout the Bible, God links morality and the knowledge of him in wisdom and solid decision-making. Maybe this is why in that Hebrew lexicon, it describes a fool as insolent in religion. It's also why Proverbs 10.23 says, doing weaknesses doing wickedness is like sport to a fool. You know how people 
love looking at baseball or football and cheering their team on. Well, fools cheer on doing wickedness. Take a look at the United States and how many people think it's okay to do evil actions that are immoral from God's point of view. American evangelist Dwight Moody said the following. This is really interesting. If you take a godless man who is stealing nuts and bolts from your railroad and send him to college, he'll come back educated and then he'll steal the whole railway. A fool can know plenty of facts, but still be a moral disaster. So while Bill Maurer is correct in his conclusions about bad results arising from people's lack of knowledge, being someone who rejects God, Bill Maurer doesn't realize that education alone won't cure what ails our country. And that's where law and gospel comes in. We need a moral remedy. And that only comes from God above. We're all familiar with the verse from the Old Testament book of Hosea that says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's what was happening with the Israelites and why God sent them into Babylonian captivity. They rejected his knowledge and began to worship false idols. But what's not as well known are the preceding verses in Hosea that describe a people who don't know God and his design for a well-functioning society. Listen to verses 1 to 3. Hear the word of the Lord, O children of Israel, for the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. There is no faithfulness or steadfast love and no knowledge of God in the land. There is swearing, lying, murder, stealing, and committing adultery. They break all bounds, and bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore the land mourns, and all who dwell in it languish. Boy, those are good verses from Hosea. And all you have to do when you read those verses is replace the word Israel with America. And even though it was written thousands of years ago, it perfectly describes what we have in our century. So what are we to do? We need to return the skill of critical thinking to the top of the educational food chain and get rid of these school teachings that are pro-abortion, pro-homosexuality, pro-suicide. We are to refuse the cancel culture anarchists who take make sure 
their team is the only one in the communication playing field, yelling down conservative and biblical speakers in college. Remember that what a culture knows and believes determines how it behaves. And finally, we as Christians are to evangelize so that more people have the mind of Christ. That's from 1 Corinthians 2.16. Thinking that the first person to land on the sun is a guy who won the Tour de France seven times is stupid for sure. But that pales in comparison to people who say in their heart, there is no God and stubbornly live in a way that's contrary to his design. That's the true definition of a fool. And that's why the title of this email, Fools Are Just Killing Us Today, because they're rejecting the word of God, his knowledge, and the understanding of Jesus' wisdom that's just not found in the New Testament. It's found throughout the whole Bible, beginning with Genesis and the promise of a Savior through Eve, which, of course, occurred with Mary, and the hundreds of Bible verses in the Old Testament that point to Jesus Christ as our Savior. And the New Testament that fulfills and explains many of the Old Testament prophecies. There are many, many prophecies in the Old Testament, and Jesus fulfills every one of them. In fact, he doesn't allow himself to die until the last prophecy is fulfilled on the cross, and that is according to Psalm 22, that he will be thirsty. I thirst, he says. And at that point, he gives up his spirit and dies. He dies for you, so you will not have to die for your own sins. They are forgiven because of the cross of Christ. Fools don't understand that. Believers do. And we need to evangelize to help others come to that knowledge and be saved. I'm Tom Baker. Join me on Monday. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132 or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962.
Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.